Hey, you've got Oz in your ears, and we're past the solstice. We're in the second half of the year 2011. The light is beginning to wane, although you can hardly tell it. Yes, it's Radio Free Oz for the week of June 27th, 2011. I'm your co-host, Peter Bergman, with me up on Whidbey Island, David Osman. How are you doing, Dave? Yo, Pete. Well, I'm enjoying the uh, first uh, month of fall here. Uh, the uh, What? First month of fall. Oh, I'm sorry. It's summer. Oh, I hadn't noticed. No, oh, is I, it really that gray and wet? <laughs> it's gray. Still? It's gray and wet. Yeah, it is. It's like a good fall day, but it's supposed to clear up later. And anyway, you know, I mean, what's climate after all? Yeah, what's climate after all? Let me tell you. Our dear friend Scotty Wild is up in North Dakota, which has the the largest floods in history, certainly in the last 130 years since they've been recording the floods. I mean, the, the river is almost eight feet above record levels and just swamping whole towns, all the rivers, not just one. It's just awful up there. Oh, my God. So weather means something to them. I'll yeah, tell you that. yeah. well, in, in a place where you're going to flood, and, and uh, I mean, that seems to be all over the country, though. Uh, n- even in, in Washington, I mean, if it rains a lot here, the, uh, all the rivers flood here. They all have wonderful Indian names, and they all flood. And uh, people, of course, build their houses, right, in those... Uh, those nice wet bottomlands. So yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. But hey, that's uh, that's just uh, the progress of weather, and uh, we don't know. My, Minot, North Dakota, is that where he lives? I know they're flooding. Uh, he he lives. You know, he's not in Minot. He's in Bismarck. Bismarck. But but still, you know, it's all one state, and there's lots of rivers running through it. Yeah. You know, the Red River runs through it, not from north to south, but from south to north. It's one of the few in the world that does that. I remember being on the banks of the Red River when I played that state, and the whole river bank was lined with little trees that were not little stumps that came up about a foot and a half and then then just got balanced up into a V where the beavers had taken them down. Everything had been beavered. So, um, you know. What 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 can I say? Well, I'll tell you, man. Talk about weather. Here we are nattering on, and I'm, as I'm sure we will, about this and that. But there's a report out from the um, IPSO. The uh, basically, it's an international workshop on the stress of the oceans. I don't know if you saw the report, but uh, basically, the whole world should stop right now and only deal with it because it said that the ocean is under such stress from overfishing, from um, Fertilizing, uh, you know, fertilizers and various and, and various other things that it will lead to the first man-made mass extinction. Use the word mass extinction. It said that we are all going down unless we stop fishing almost altogether, stop drilling almost altogether, uh, turn over the um, the authority over the oceans to the United Nations, and on and on. All of which are totally impossible. Of course, of course. N- none of that is going to happen, and it's interesting that in in uh, in the course of our lifetimes, uh, the the world ended. You know, <laughs> we 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 uh, projected it, we kidded about it, we we uh, you know played the game of the world ending, but things are not getting any better. Well, not only are they not getting any better, I'm talking here on an echo basis. I yep. mean, in terms of politics and such, I just really don't, in a certain case. A certain way, 
care that much anymore. I mean, I cannot get exercise over the fact of whether or not Newt Gingrich is able to raise any money or whether or not Boehmer and, and, and Obama are doing anything of any use on the golf course, on and on. When the oceans are dying, they say the dead zone in the Gulf this year because of the heavy rains and the extra spillover of pollutants will be as large, it, it's going to be vastly larger than it was last year. It was very, They say that coral reefs will disappear altogether by the year 2050, if not before, that oysters are functionally extinct. Uh, it just goes on and on, Dave. And remember, the ocean is the world's largest farm. We get more food from the ocean than we do from all the planted stuff in the world. So we're mass extinction. Well, yeah, this is, uh, that's the, the fruits of uh, free enterprise. Yes, it is. It's it's the it's the all fruits of, of, and I can understand it. You know, if you don't have any perspective on the concomitants of what you're doing, you don't think twice about finding you know more and better ways to take more and more fish out of the ocean at once. Because hey, there's a market, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and nobody ever told you that there were limits. And by the time they did. You politicized it so that the right wing is saying, you know, you're just trying to take away our rights to to fish and to drill and to fertilize as if these were somehow inalienable rights along with, you know, you know truth, justice and the pursuit of happiness. It's, it's so fakakt. I don't see any way out, particularly if one of the answers is giving the authority to the United Nations because American exceptionalism is 180 degrees on the other side from, you know, one worldism. Oh my God! One worldism. That's like that. That's the Antichrist talking. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the um, you you have to have an authoritarian society uh, or an authoritarian government. Uh, let's say like China, where uh, you can look at the entire country and say, "Well, we're going to fix this." Now, it may not be the fix that everybody wants. It may not be even the fix that works. But you can look at the whole country and say, "Let's fix it." Uh, yep. That's impossible here. Even state by state, which is uh, the, the way uh, the country is degrading now. Um, so there are the all blue states and the all red states, and they're going in different directions. Uh, the, what, what, the, if, the, if the best the president can do is play a round of golf, my attitude is let's find somebody else to elect. That, that, that was so low level, followed immediately by a pandering visit to some uh, uh, military base, followed by a, uh, an incredibly indecisive uh, uh, work on how we're going to get out of Afghanistan, followed by the Republicans suddenly finding war not to their liking. As yeah. if, they, as if uh, why weren't they there, these a-holes, when, they, when uh, 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 Bush started in Iraq? Please. Why didn't they say it was authorized? Please. Now they're coming down on an on, uh, uh, on effort to get us out? No. I, 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 it's, it's, it, it's such a complete lack of respect for everyone think- in this government. And, and every week it just gets stupider. Huntsman, what about... What about Governor Huntsman? Governor Huntsman, you mean Ambassador Huntsman? Ambassador, yeah, his latest title, Ambassador Huntsman. We got to remember that this is a guy that speaks fluent Mandarin, David. So he's like head and shoulders above the intellectual level of most of the other garden gnomes that are running for the GOP flag, and 
actually, if you take a look at his record, except for the fact that he is kind of, you know, sailing right in order to get the nomination, he's a fairly respectable, straightforward. Why, in fact, why would Obama make him a major ambassador unless he trusted him? You know, Obama does not surround himself with ignorant people. So you know, why is he running? Smart. So why is he decided he's going to run against the president he just worked for? If that isn't turncoatism, I don't know what it, it is. It is the ultimate opportunism. Of course, they yeah. say that uh, they say that Obama put him in that position in the first place, made him ambassador, so he wouldn't run against him. But the fact is, is that he? They say that even while he was packing up his goods in China, he was meeting with advisors planning the presidential run. So, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? There's no no honor, no honor. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I, I heard him, and uh, this guy does not have um, a commanding voice, shall we say. No, And, and no. The, the image was, you know, uh, I think everybody's seen the ads for the Book of Mormon musical with the two guys, the two Mormon guys, you know, dancing. They're, now we got two Mormon guys. Dancing mm-hmm. in, uh, in the presidential election. Can you imagine having a president and a vice president, both of whom are Mormons? You can't have an all-Mormon ticket, Dave. It just <laughs> won't work. You can't, you can't do Romney Huntsman. I'm sorry. You can't just, do that, huh? That's more Mormon than we can take. But, uh, you know, it's going to be probably something like Romney and, and, Mist, and Mist, the, ra- the beige rage. Uh, Tim Polenti, you know. Mitt and Teapaw. You know, as I mean, as rocky a road as Obama is facing, here's another thing, too, which is it's so odd that we should put a person with who is both bright and morally upright, a fine father. No scandal, Dave. We're not dealing with a lot of Obama scandals. Right. None of that. None of that stuff to distract us. The fact is, is that he has stepped in at the nadir. Of America, or let me put it this way: the apogee of American problems. No president since Roosevelt has been faced with the conditions that Obama has faced, and in fact, Obama's is, is in a condition even more serious because there was no undeclared war going on when Roosevelt took over in '32. You know, and also Roosevelt had the Congress. Well, I tell you, uh, I, I'm not here on Radio Free Oz to despair. All right, that's not my role, and it's not my feeling. But somehow I think we're going to have to somehow do away with American exceptionalism right now, or we're going to be in exceptionally deep doo-doo. Well, that's, that's, that's a moment to cut away to something, but we don't have anything to cut away to. Neither does America. That's the problem, is you can't yeah, segue gonna- now to a commercial or a public service announcement because, uh, well, there's, you know— there's no work out there. There's no work, and the rich are getting so incredibly richer. And this country prays at the at the at the the shrine of Wall Street. If anything has to happen, Wall Street has to be put back. Let's say on the same level as the automobile industry. Okay, important, but we're not running the country for your benefit. We are so out of touch with the problems that when the, they've revealed now what the Democrats are, are putting on the table in order to what? Raise the debt limit as if that's really an, a real issue. And the Republicans have walked away from the following suggestions out of the question, right? One, end subsidies to oil companies. In other words, get rid of those tax breaks. These are all revenue issues, okay? Right. Second of all, take away the special 
depreciation status of corporate jets as opposed oh, to other, other equipment. Third, oh. okay, in, uh, increase taxes on incomes over $500,000 and reduce taxes on lower income brackets by eliminating caps on deductions. And also, at the same time, the Republicans turn around and say, we have a better idea. Let's have a corporate tax holiday. Let us, let us tax money that the corporations make abroad at five and a quarter percent instead of 35 percent. That'll bring jobs back home, even though they've just released a report that said it's exactly the opposite. When you lower the taxes on repatriated funds, they send more jobs overseas. So it's lie, lie, lie. And who's behind it all? Carl, the Antichrist Rove who's now put $20 million into anti-Obama TV campaigns. And who's one of his major supporters? Our dear friend, Mr. Perry. What's his first name? I want to make sure that I'm not, uh, I'm not being unfair to him. I think it's Tom Perry, the man behind the Swift Boat campaign. Oh, yeah. So, Amer so America is being, you know, propagandized over the television set. In, you know, the flat screen, it's flat screen reality, man. And I don't see any way to fight it because it, it takes local thinking and, you know, polymorphously perverse erotic behavior. You have to touch yourself up against something real. Hot, cold, sweet, bitter. Not the television set, which is cold and, you know, and filled with negative sorcery. We're in trouble. I mean, it's just, it's just really, really, really serious. It's well, right I've, out of I've been debating whether or not it would be more worth it to have Obama actually tell the truth to the American public. Yeah. And, and, and give up and give up winning the next election. Because he was honest, and and so so we got all so then then the country goes really down the tubes. Okay, hundred percent, thirty five states Republican, uh, 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 the 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 Senate, the House, the presidency, let it all go. But Mister President, tell us the truth because I think you know what it is. Well, of course he does, David. He knows he's he's a very very bright man, and he's walking around. In, you know, I don't I don't at all welcome his position. It's not like this is a guy that has turned right wing and, and materialistic since he became president. He's a man who's trying to deal with awful realities and knows that the minute, as you say, that he brings them truly forward to the people, right, becomes the true, gives the, the radical truth, the root truth, that indeed it's going to destroy his party in the short run. He's the guy that said, I will be a, I will not, I will be a one-term president even you know when he was promoting the health bill, which yeah. indeed lost my eyes, he said, "I am not kicking this can down the road. I am promoting this, even if it makes me a one-term president." Well, it seems to me that that isn't what will make him a one-term president. It's the damn economy that he inherited. He's not responsible for the double dip recession. You know what I mean? There's nothing he's done that's that's responsible for that. Oh, but of course, you got to blame them because what do they say? It's on my watch. That's right. Well, we got torpedoed on my watch. Yeah, this is all. That's just all. That's that's just bullshit. That it just it doesn't it isn't it is it you know the president is not responsible for what happens on his watch, uh, he, he, unless he is profoundly conciliatory, which is what I find the president being profoundly conciliatory to people who have. Uh, uh, the worst interests of the American people in mind. 
That's right. And there That's is, right. he- there's, from my stance on the left, there's no way that you could play golf and be conciliatory with people who have the worst, the worst uh, 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 objective goals for America. To eliminate the middle class, absolutely. Uh, absolutely the- eliminate it. Turn it over to billionaires who are running, who will run the country for their own benefit. Uh, and and uh, uh, um, and take the money away from anything that safety net, as we like to spuriously call, you know, the 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 basic responsibility of a state to take care of its of its population. I uh, think we call it the commonwealth. The commonwealth. Well, wealth. You know, that is what they call it. It's not entitlements. It's the sharing of the commonwealth that we have all built. Right. And, and suddenly, and, these people who are Palpably assholes are talking about um, a, a, a class warfare. Yeah. I mean, yeah, class warfare. Let's start on you guys right now. I mean, I, I just feel that the country is so dishonest, so immorally situated, thanks to ten years of of the of the previous administration. No, no blame on uh, Obama, except his secretary of the treasury it doesn't seem to me to be a very useful person, Geithner. Um, one would like to have, and 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 now, and who are we getting for CIA, and who are we getting for the uh, uh, you know Petraeus for CIA? I mean, what are we talking about? Militarizing the the uh, and it's been militarized already before. Militarized. Already militarized uh, uh, civilian spy organization. I just if if that had happened, if these things were happening in the Bush administration, the left would be up on their toes, screaming about it. Not now. No. Oh yeah, Petraeus. Well, he's such a good guy, and he really knows things, and he's coming. Forty years in the military means you know nothing except absolutely nothing e- except the, how to run the military. That's it. That's it. Uh, go get and, a you know go get a real job. As I've said several times on this show, the military is the ultimate socialist society in this country. So I'm angry about it, Pete. I'm 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 angry this week. I noticed about David, the way it's going. It, it is it's it's it seems to me to be on top of what you said at the beginning about the oceans. You know, I mean, it's not just spoiling my day and our day and the future of the country. It's the whole round blue marble of this uh, uh, um, world that we seem to just despise so much that we're willing to kill thousands of people, uh, abstractly go to war with our huge technological uh, uh, resources. Uh, it's, it's, it's meaningless and purposeless as I see it. Uh, and and now, now the argument, just to throw one last thing, now the argument is uh, uh, isolationism. Oh, well, you're being isolationist. And and the argument between a military campaign and nation building, as if the Marines could ever build a nation. Please, please, they, the, they're the trained to they can, kill people. The best they can do is pick up the butts on the ground at Camp Pendleton. That's the best they are at nation building, you know. I mean, look, David, the, the, again, I get back to 
the Norman O. Brown and his idea of polymorphously perverse, meaning if you're going to live a real life, you have to live a life that's in touch with the real material world. Drones are not in touch with the material world. Watching television is not being in touch. Tweeting and Facebooking and social networking is not fully in touch. You know, you're not grabbing a tool. You're not touching anyone. You're not feeling anybody's pain. You're even even being in love has changed. I mean, you know, it, it's it, it, everything has been desensitized. We are living unconsciously. And I understand why, Dave. I'm not talking about you folks out there. I'm including myself in this. OK, right. Fact is that I am seriously, you know, entertained by gadgets and by Wi-Fi. I had a genius guy come in here and re um, reformat my my modem from being a forty dollar little piece of equipment to the equivalent of a two thousand dollar modem because he had all of these programs and I can have a free telephone now for forty dollars forever and look at this and look at that. And the point is, it has nothing to do with other people's pain. You know, it has nothing to do with with real angst, with with what I call, you know, uh, with real agonia. And, and, and if I can't deal with that, if I can't touch the world, if I can't be more Walt Whitman than John Boehner, then I'm in trouble. OK, you know, take it one person at a time. You know, I think one one way of getting at this and I'm, I'm using uh, Judith uh, as an example here, she's been working in uh, at the Oak Harbor High School, working mm-hmm. with kids on a um, on a television, a science television program that's being done in the Oak Harbor. They have a studio, a TV studio, and a really wonderful teacher there. And yeah. so she's been uh, producing this program with the kids. Well, that's all very well and good. The other side of it is that she's able to deal not as a teacher, but as as a real person from the outside with kids who up in Oak Harbor, as well as in every other high school in the country, are full of problems. My dad's in Afghanistan. I haven't heard from him in three years. I have to, my mother's an alcoholic and I have to take care of my three-year-old brother. That's one problem. Now, there, you know, I mean, and another one and another one and another one. People, kids who are forgotten, kids who haven't, you know, it's, it's the classic kids who haven't eaten in the morning, kids who can't, whose grades are falling because they have to take care of their families, uh, their, their yeah. siblings. I mean, if you want to really touch people, I would say getting into a, 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 um, a non-teacher job where you don't have the responsibility of grading and testing, but getting right up next to those kids, that's probably the most help that anybody can be right at the moment. Oh, I tell you, you're absolutely right. You, you know, when I taught after school uh, with, with Radio Club, I, came, I didn't have to deal with the problems in the same way, but I was dealing with kids, particularly uh, Latina uh, you know, elementary school uh, girls who couldn't look me in the face when they talked and mumbled. And by the time they were through with our program, they were up on stage kicking ass, right. changing their sense of communication and self-esteem. The problems behind it, I couldn't get into. You know, and obviously they were there. But sure, we were but, robbing but what, our youth of well, what, what, what you gave them didn't, it didn't, it meant you didn't have to deal with their individual home life problems because you were no. giving them an alternative. 
and that's what it, you were doing it on radio. Judith is doing it through this television program, but it's the same thing. Kids who have no home to go to come back to school after school is out because they can edit this tape. They can, yeah. they can wear a funny costume and record a piece of continuity. I mean, these are, th- these are things that make all the difference in the world to kids who otherwise have nothing because they are part of military families. There's one girl she told me about who has moved, she's 18, of course, moved 22 times in her life. So she has no continuity of friends, no high school she can turn to. Where'd you graduate from? I don't even remember. Right. You know? Right. And that's, maybe she'll yeah. get to college and can stay in the same place for the same time, but maybe not. Know. You know, I just had an yeah. idea. Yeah. Here's, here's the way that we can turn Congress around. We require that every member of Congress connect themselves for a serious amount of time every week with children in school, that they have to go give real service, right? And in other words, put them in touch with real people because they don't get it, Dave. No, no. They really just don't get it. But you look- we have to. Yeah, and, and all middle management and all CEOs, they all have to go out into the so-called real world, which they have, they have successfully shunned behind smoke glass windows in cars, behind gates in their communities, behind doors on restaurants that don't open to people without, you know, black uh, American Express credit cards. It is a plutocracy. It, it is an extraordinarily decadent Roman time that we're living in. And we've got to break it, man, or, we, or it will break us. Well, um, yes. There's another wonderful segue moment, Pete. Uh, well, I tell you what. Let's let's use this. Let's use this time yeah. to play Josh Woodward's "Wrong Side of the Revolution." Let's okay? do it. It, it. It'll make a perfect perfect break. Go, Josh. Governments, your friends, you see, that's what I have to say, or they will bury me. Don't you try to criticize, and don't you ever try to talk about their lies. I don't know what you've been told, but last time I checked, we had the right to say the things we mean and disagree and not have to face the guillotine. But if it's your head in the basket, then you just pick the wrong side of the revolution. Patriot Act is the riot act with the PAT. What the really means is that they're watching you and that they're really watching me. And anyone who disagrees is sure to lose their liberties. A patriot has got to keep his mouth shut. But if it's your head in the basket, then you just pick the wrong side of the revolution. King and his army wing, they are hell-bent on the conquest Our enemies on bended knees, they're gonna see it always soon Because the freedom that they steal from us, they try to export overseas And now our former enemies are free to live a life of tyranny the same as you or me And it's a crime to speak your mind And it's a crime, If you heard that plate is gonna fall 
There's a place you ought to know This shithole called Guantanamo Where the people who we cannot trust Are safely kept away from us But we never have to worry if they're guilty or not Because we stick them in a cell and they're soon forgotten And they're out of sight and out of mind and out of luck But if it's your head in the basket Then you just pick the wrong side of the revolution You choose a side to fight Forget about who's wrong or right If you like your neck You best as heck start Rooting for the winner This brave new world Is knocking at your door And you better let it in The Constitution's evolution Never made a contribution To the revolutionary man It's a crime To speak your mind And it's a crime Josh Woodward, wrong side of the revolution. Sometimes I really feel that I'm always on the wrong side of the revolution, no matter what happens. But you can get on the right side if you keep Dave and I and everybody else connected with this fabulous project on the air by donating to Radio Free Oz. It's the Radio Free Oz Summer Fund and Summer Not Fund Drive. We've raised almost $1,300 out of the $3,000 we're going for by July 5th. So get on it. That We've gotten... Uh, $200 contributions, $100, 50 25 10 5 whatever you've got, you know, pay to play. You know, <laughs> there is no such thing as, well, it's a free lunch as long as you want to, but there are no real karmic calories in a free lunch. So get it together, donate, to, you know, con contribute to Radio Free Oz, become, become a contributing Ozineer. You're going to get it whether you pay for it or not. That's a fact, okay? But you have to ask yourself, have I got 5, 10, 25, 50? Have I got some bucks that I can put into Oz to keep it on the air? And it is really a matter of keeping it on the air. We ain't got the bucks. We go silent. We want to be here for you through this entire period, what, the next three, four hundred years at least, because we all have to, we all have to get through this together. Yeah, how long Absolutely. is the decline of the West? Huh? Oh, man. Ask but, Mr. Hey, Spengler. I, I, I want to make it clear that this money does not come to Pete and Dave. This money goes for studio costs, bandwidth costs. This is not to pay us to do this. We do this because... Counting, legal, we, equipment. We, we want to do this for you. And, uh, it's, uh, and, it's, and it's great fun for us after 45 years to be able to uh, come to you every week and and uh, talk our little hearts out about what's uh, yeah about the the very personal you know and about the uh, the ultra national all of those things so keep, maybe I go should, maybe. up go go up to radiofreeoz.com that's where you have to go and once you're there you'll see that donate button please give us give us a a handout here uh, so we can stay on the air for you and also you know i've been doing my fairly regular everything you know is wrong podcasts which come to you during the week, and I believe now Tom Goodwillow has put them on the RSS. So when you go into iTunes or whatever you know uh, feed burner you use, there it is for you. 
Uh, so we're giving you more than just the Daily Show. We're giving you as much as we can. Maybe, I, David, I could appeal to Senator Sunspot. That's Ron Johnson, the new uh, right-wing senator from Wisconsin, the one who said that global warming is sunspots. Oh, boy. Well, it turns out, turns out that the way that he was able to self-fund uh, his $9 million senatorial campaign is directly after being elected, he got a $10 million deferred payment package from his corporation. Why don't, well, hey, Senator Sunspot, send us 1% of what you've been sneaking under the table. I mean, come on, people. Of course, I'm not being serious. I might just as well call on Ayatollah Jim DeMint to send us money. In fact, we are not government-sponsored. The only thing government about us, in fact, the Internet isn't even government. It's all private. It's all private wires. Jim DeMint says, by the way, I, I love this guy because he is truly the most rabid right-winger. We and Not only is he a rabid right-winger, but he's a power-mad rabid right-winger. He's, he's the leader of the rabid. He said anybody that votes for increase of the debt ceiling without first seeing an amendment passed to balance the budget, this is the amendment that would totally cripple the government, will be gone. Those are his words. You will be gone. It sounds like ropes, Pierre. You know? What's yep. happening here? Whoa. Yeah, well, there's all the, the, it's a, the, the whole right wing is full of violent confrontational talk like that. Sure, a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution. Really, a really swell idea, Jim, and it ain't going to pass. So let's move on. Let's move on. The problem is they with, won't move on. They Dave, won't move if they on. Don't move on. If they don't move on, they can wreck the government, and, and they believe that by wrecking the government, they're going to elect a Republican in 2012. It's not true. The American public, dazed as they may be, dazed and glazed, right, watching Dancing with the Stars, right, still know in their hearts that these people do not have their best interests at heart, and they will not elect a Republican, but they are going to bring us down that's that's their strategy. Bring it down, make it all crash, and then they'll put us in charge. I mean, it is so cynical and so, I, I hate the word, but it's true. It's anti-American. Oh, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like that word. Yeah, yeah. well, anti-American, yeah, that's... Uh, that's yeah, weird. what does that mean? What, what, yeah. it, it's, well, it's what, is it, what, what do any of those words mean? All of them are have no substance patriotism americanism n none there's no substance whatever to that's all can't it, they lost yes. those words have lost any value they might have had in the 19th or even the 20th century they have These no people, value they are not even living in the 20th century look if if you look back at the the seven dwarves running for the GOP, and, and including the outliers, probably the ten dwarves, who made specific reference in the last debate, specifically what they all agreed on was their unalterable opposition to gay marriage. And now New York State, right, has is the sixth and largest state, include D.C., make it seven, to have legalized gay marriage. And someone wrote, when they look back at the speeches of these, Demo of these Republican, you know, uh, candidates... It's going to look as bad as the way that people spoke about civil rights in the time of the Ku Klux Klan. It is, it is, it's historic. It's anomalous. It's historically anomalous. Yeah, it's they, uh, congratulations to New York State, and that required the votes of what? How many Republicans? Six? Four. Four. Only four Republican uh, uh, representatives, senators. 
in New York State. Senators and Senate. one Democrat went the other way. So I think it was the, the I think they voted in something like 32-29. Yeah, because they got four Republicans and lost a Democrat. Well, you know, that's that takes that takes guts to fight for that because the propaganda against gay marriage is if it means you, you realize you realize that the family values party is fighting against marriage. You know that? They, 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 it's inex- they, the- it is inexplicable, inexplicable. And Mr. The, our president, who is, whose who's, um, uh, feelings about gay marriage are, uh, are, are, are what, in progress? I mean, yes. no, no, you're either, you're, either, you're either for it, which is to be an American, not a, not a right-wing Christian or somebody else down the line from being an American. You're either for it or you're against it. Mr. President, come out in favor of gay marriage. That will make you an honest man. Honest. He honest. will, by the way. Yeah, he will. He will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, he yeah. He will. At some because point. he needs I the mean, votes. Because he needs David, the votes. He needs the gay votes. Not, that's David, not sincere. David, he's a politician. Yeah, the, well. The, you know, really, I mean, if, if our, let me put it this way. Okay. <laughs> Let me put it this way. You're a doctor, right? You have to have it. You have to have you have to have a certificate to allow you to continue to practice medicine, right? You have to choose between being able to practice medicine two years from now or telling telling everybody that they are terminally ill and losing your license. It's a real <laughs> it's a real difficult thing, Dave. It's not that simple. I mean, and I I couldn't call that on anybody. I couldn't say, Dave, why don't you stand up and just tell us honestly everything about your life, no matter how painful it may be. I mean, you know, and in fact, it's not a problem because you don't have the same power that his position has. You know well, what I'm saying? That's, 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 I mean, what, that's what's missing here is the so-called uh, bully pulpit of the presidency, which we have seen no evidence of. Sorry, there's been no evidence of the president coming out in favor of social issues which are profoundly important to the entire country and bully pulpiting it. Have, 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 not, we, have we seen that? Not, no. Not, not since his, his extraordinary reform of uh, um, health, you know, national health, which was extraordinary. I mean, that alone will, will, will put him in the record books. But yeah, if, right. it, if, it lasts, but, but, if it lasts beyond the next year, sure. Oh, it will. Oh, it will, David. It will. I honestly believe it will. One of the things they found, for example, is that the Tea Party, much as they hate national health, 73% of them don't want anybody to touch their Medicare. Believe me, when push comes to shove, it will stay. Yeah, when you see but, the, the photographs of the, uh, the you know, Tea Party beatings, it is... All these these kind of uh, retired, blue-haired women and, uh, and elderly gentlemen. It's funny, since we are elderly gentlemen ourselves, we don't see, uh, you know, the, those people all look like the other to me. They don't look like us. Yeah. I looked at a gathering of them, and I saw more oxygen tanks than tank tops. It's <laughs> definitely... <laughs> it's definitely... <laughs> And a reporter got into one of their meetings and went around to all of the members that were in these like scooter chairs for people who can't walk, which Medicaid makes fully available to you. And one of the women blushed. She said, yes, it's true. It paid for my chair. And she said, I know it. I, I really have to admit it. She was embarrassed that she had been caught in this lie. Right. Oh, my God. I don't know, David. 
I, I really don't know. I know we'll be back next week. I mean, the world isn't going to necessarily end. But hey, Dave, what yeah. if we did solve the ocean's problems by cutting down our consumption of fish by 95%, uh, you know, demanding you know, demanding an end to the petroleum economy. All of these things, for example, the end of the petroleum economy is as legitimate a, an issue as civil rights, gay rights. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just as important to the future of the world. It's, it's, it's morally important. It's politically important. But I don't see the will. So long as we can't tell Saudi Arabia to go to hell. This country is, it will never solve its own problems. That's the bottom line. You have to tell those people, we don't need you anymore. We don't want you anymore. Now, Libya, Libya is, we lose to what, a million and a half barrels a day from Libyan oil? Two million, maybe. Two, two million it. barrels yeah. a day, whatever it is. And so we have to release the, uh, the, uh, the National Petroleum Reserves enough oil to run the entire world for about 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, 10 very nervous, 10 very nervous minutes, too, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, uh, I, I really have to center my my problem with the petroleum thing on our uh, is the word obeisance, obeisance to uh, to, to to the Saudi uh, ayatollahs. These, you know these people I, are truly contemptible. Truly contemptible, and you have to say so. You have to say these people deny human rights. They are a a religious police force, and we're not saying anything because we want their oil? Help me, Jesus. The the single largest supporter of the madrasas, the Wahhabis, man, they're all Wahhabis. They're the people responsible for uh, generally supporting extreme Islamic fundamentalism around the world. I call their production quotas Saudi wrong number. It is indeed... It is indeed the wrong place to look at these people. Yes, we are. We're tied hand and foot to them. The Bush administration, you know, played lackey boy. You said, by the way, earlier that a president can't be responsible what hap- what happens on his watch. He can if he declares and promulgates an illegal war. Yes, Bush is responsible for the Iraq war and everything that came afterwards because he dreamed it up. He lied us into it. He tricked us. He fooled us. He betrayed us. But that's rare. Rare does a president ever pull off anything like that. Okay? Yeah, it's true. We usually get we usually get them when they do that. But uh, no, he Did, he escaped quite nicely back to his oh, yeah. back to oh, his yeah. lair in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you know, hiding it, out it, like Osama. Osama, he gone now. Now we find out that the Pakistanis, well, of course we knew the Pakistanis knew he was there. It's like a guy living in West Point or Annapolis, you know. It's like our major terrorist is living in Annapolis, uh, a few feet from the academy in a big wall where nobody comes out to even do the garbage. And we're, oh, well, that's okay. We don't know who's there. We don't care. That's a private residence. Hey, our really, our really special, really careful spy f- sources would definitely miss that guy. Because that's Absolutely. not where they're looking. FBI can now tap your lines again. I mean, yeah. the, the, these are impossible Republican things that are going on in a Democratic administration. The FBI, uh, please, uh, what's going on here? And, hey, and, what's going on, man? Well, let's, let's, know, let's man. take a week break, Dave. We'll, we'll come back and it'll be, we'll be in July. 
right? Yes, then we will be in July. It'll be the 4th of July. We're going to do our show on the 4th, uh, no, for for the week of the 4th of July. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because a week from Monday is the 4th of July. We want to thank everybody for being here with us. We want to thank the Oz team. Hey. The great Oz team. Scott Weil, uh, Chaz Glass, Tom Gedwillow, David Osman, uh, Maloney, Mr. Maloney, Mr. Dave Maloney, and yours truly, Peter Bergman. Well, before, oh, and Phil Fountain. Phil By Fountain. the way, Phil Fountain has finished the cartoons on my A to Z abyssidery, and we're going to be offering it up as a PDF on the site, and it is knockout. He is so good, man, just so good. Well, so, let's not close this program without a poem, which we did last week course. for the very I'll first finish. time. I, I, I was ranting, so I, I Well, we were both my- ranting. We were ranting. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back on July 4th. We will record this show on uh, on that Monday. That's the day that uh, uh, Preston comes back from uh, from Paris, from Europe, and oh, haven't seen you for guy, three oh, weeks. Yes, okay. Well, yes. and that's the day that, uh, let's see, uh, that's, that's the day after the fireworks show here on Whidbey Island. Uh, the Christians have their fireworks on the 3rd of July here. We, we call it yes. the Christian 4th. Uh, on the third, at the end. Why of the is day. that? Why do they have it on the third? Because they don't want to. Uh, what? what? What's well, the deal? I don't know. Because nobody else has their fireworks on the third. I can't. I don't know. You know, it's oh, you funny. Mean actual, I mean, the actual Christian organizations blow everything up on the third, and then the secularists blow it up on the fourth. I guess that's the way it works. Wow. Well, well, Pete, here's here's a poem to go out with, and this is as a, okay. a Lee Ho poem, and. And it's, it brings a little sex into the show, goddammit. We need a little sex in yeah. this show every once in a while. A, yes. beautiful, a beautiful girl combs her hair. And that's what it's called? Yes. All right, good. I like that. Awake at dawn, she's dreaming by cool silk curtains. Fragrance of spilling hair, half sandalwood, half aloes. Windless, creaking at the well... Singing jade, the lotus blossom wakes, refreshed. Her mirror, two phoenixes, a pool of autumn light. Standing on the ivory bed, loosening her hair, watching the mirror. One long coil, aromatic silk, a cloud down to the floor. Drop the jade comb, no sound. Delicate fingers, pushing the coils into place, color of raven feathers. Shining blue-black stuff, the jeweled comb will hardly hold it. Spring wind makes me restless. Her slovenly beauty upsets me. Eighteen, and her hair's so thick, she wears herself out, fixing it. She's finished now, the whole arrangement in place, in a cloud-patterned skirt, She walks with even steps, a wild goose on the sand. Turn away without a word. Where is she off to? Down the steps to break a spray of cherry blossoms. Very sexy. Okay, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dave. Talk to you next week, Pete. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to contribute to keep us on the air. 